Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. There we go. So spontaneous. (laughs) Mahogany's like, what? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I should pay attention. And today, this is one of our biggest podcasts yet. What episode is this? 27. Yeah, we're on episode 27. Cool. Um, Almost 30. Uh, We can now officially, I don't know what you can do at 27, but we do have a special guest. We have one half of the hosts of the Airbnb podcast, Shampoo and Booze. Let's welcome Ryan onto the show today. (laughs) What's up, Ryan? Hey. How are you? Oh, how good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah. yeah. This is like a huge honor. We're huge fans of Shampoo and Booze. Yes, sure. we are. Oh, and, hey. And, I'm sorry? You still there? I just said thanks. Oh. That's so nice to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're huge fans. You guys actually inspired our podcast to an extent, so... Yeah, actually, I was supposed to do a podcast with Micah. A what? A podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Sorry, my my Oregon accent. (laughs) We were supposed to do a podcast together. Me and Micah, inspired by shampoo and booze, and then he kicked me off and picked up Steve instead since he had the equipment. I don't know. I got the mics, all right? (laughs) (laughs) That helps. That does help, yeah. So, so at least you know you got you got three fans, Ryan. That's good. It's us three right here. That's right. That's right. That's that's <laughs> very nice. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be it's it's cool because like um, you're on our show and we've been listening to your show, and but we always we always hear you with Jay, and it's so it's it's funny because like y'all just like keep talking over each other the whole show, and it's like yeah. I don't know. It's not meant to be hilarious, but to me it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I enjoy I enjoy the heck out of it. So, yeah, we definitely complete each other's thoughts. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> that, that happens all the time. And there's sometimes when he's like, wait, wait, let me finish. No, that was not the that was not what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, did y'all have like hand signals going on while y'all are doing it? Or are you just like, just talking? <laughs> no, but I, but I do a lot of editing. So there are times where we're just like, we just need to cut that whole section out. <laughs> so... <laughs> It does help to have post-production going on. Oh, yeah. I, I clean ours up pretty good. What were you going to say, Micah? Oh, no, no. I was just looking at the notes because I just wanted to, like, really hop right into it. Like, pretty much my first question is, what the heck have you two been up to, you and Jay? What have we been up to? I mean, we just finished our second renovation. So that's been, you know... We got it on Airbnb, and it's the second house, so it's like, for us, I mean, we're really hands-on, so it's, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I realized how much work it would be to have two going at once, Oof. because we have the first one for three years, so we were like, oh, you know, we'll just have a second one. <laughs> And, you know, I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I definitely need, like, a second washer dryer. Like, this is not something that's in question right now. So so, so do you wash you know, everything like, yourself? 
Yeah, we do. We do all the linens. We do all the laundry. Wow. And it's two houses and both are essentially three bedrooms each. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, how much... so it's so it piles up. <laughs> so how much are you, like, what's the average night the price that you rent out both of them for? Yeah, it really, it really depends. Um, I wish Jay's really the numbers person and he's the one that sets the prices too. Uh, but it depends on the season because we're not in a, an urban area. I feel like if we were in an urban area, we could just be like, we're going to ask whatever we want uh, any night of the week. <laughs> but uh, we're in a rural area. We're in the Shenandoah Valley. And weekends are a different price than weeknights. And it depends on the season. Uh, it depends on if it's a holiday weekend, like next weekend is a holiday weekend. So we adjust the prices from there. And actually our new one, we've priced low because we're like, let's book this thing. Let's get, um, let's get reviews. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it depends, you know, summer is peak season. I mean, there'll be nights where I'm, I'm booking, you know, a holiday weekend for $300 a night. Um, you know, and then off season during the week, Probably the lowest we go is 150. We don't go any lower than that. So um, do, you, do you use beyond pricing will, at all? Uh, do we 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 do we do our own pricing and we um, adjust it. I mean, as the weeks go oh. on, and we're like, oh, nobody books, you know, during the week. Let's bring the price down. Right, right. Um, that's something I should consider doing. Because I, I, I I've been kind of lazy. I just kind of been throwing everything on beyond pricing. And just kind of letting it go. Mm. That's a good thing. Cause I, I don't know. What you call it? Lazy or no time to sit there and do that? Correct. <laughs> I don't know. Because, okay, if she's changing them every day, right? <clears throat> that means your listing gets updated every day. Well, I yeah. guess it gets updated with Beyond Pricing. But if you're physically doing it, I guess it's, I don't know. We could try it for a week. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that from different people where they've said, you know, if you tweak your listing every day a little bit, you know, change a price here and there, then that's has like you know the algorithm sees it and you know it's funny mm -hmm. because we sell on ebay too and there's so many theories about the search algorithm like you know you need to end all your listings and restart them every 30 days and it's the same thing where we're like you know what we're just gonna let it go and if we feel like hey nobody's booking this weird week in november it's like okay just tweak the price a little bit and see what happens and maybe nobody wants your house that week at all you know mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where like I, I feel like you just have so little control over it mm -hmm. uh and you just have to have a good listing that's true i think i heard it on your podcast um i guess that you had say that if you go in and like change the descriptions on the photos or something you know it kind of makes your listings get bumped up to the top of the search or something like that Right, yeah, I think a lot of people have that theory, um, but we, like, in terms of eBay, we're just like, list it and forget it. Like, don't look at anything, don't tweak the prices, <laughs> just yeah. let it go, you know? So same with Airbnb. I'm like, you have good photos, you have a good title, mm -hmm. you have a good good reviews, you have good customer service, like, you're golden. Mm -hmm. that's yeah, it. that's what really yeah. matters. I have a dumb question right. um, for you, Ryan. I, I, I never... Um, I never took a geography class in school. So where is the Shenandoah Valley? Okay, so we are 
That's a good question. Um, it's not a dumb question. It's dumb. We are two hours outside of Washington, D.C. <laughs> two hours um, outside of where? West, uh, Washington, D.C. Oh. Nice. Yeah, so we're we're pretty close. So we get a lot of, like our Airbnb is like a majority weekenders from DC. Cool. As long as y'all aren't Redskin fans, we're, we're still cool with you. She's from, <laughs> she's from Boston. She's probably a Patriots fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a sports person. Although it's really funny going back home and everyone's like, "Check out the game," and I'm like, "What game? What sport is this?" I'm the same I, way, I don't, I don't. Ryan. I'm don't the same way. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what sports season is it? Yeah, exactly. I'm like Red Sox or Patriots. I don't know. Right. Bruins. Uh, my question is: Do you work? Do you and your husband is he's your husband, right? Jay. Ah, uh, Jay. Yeah. 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 Right. Do y'all work a um, a full time job? Um, we so we sell on ebay full-time that is our full-time job is selling on ebay so we have another podcast called scavenger life scavenger life okay I yeah tune into that it, it's funny yeah. we were um we were just talking about kind of doing that because like we've been buying all this furniture and stocking in our garage and then we realized mm-hmm. we can actually resell it so like how does your kind of scavenger life kind of work is that kind of how it works or yeah, that's that's a really good point, actually. When we just finished our renovation, we were like, we have all this stuff that we didn't use or didn't work, didn't fit. We got something else. And, yeah, we would either sell it on Craigslist or sell it on eBay. Wow. But eBay is my main source of income. Um, eBay is what paid for both these houses and both these renovations. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but Amazing. when you work full time. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. the great thing is that Airbnb now is like coming up to that level. So we're like, okay, we can kind of like back off on eBay a little bit. Like you can kind of like chill out on doing that to pay for those things because like Airbnb is making money. So that was kind of our plan was, you know, invest in real estate and do short-term rentals so that you can sort of cut, you know, it's not passive income. Um, it seems like you can do it some ways that are passive income, but the way we do it is very hands-on. Um, uh, so, you know, it, it is still a lot of work to, to keep up with it, but it it's different. Kind of work. Oh yeah. Goodness. So it's different than like a daily grind kind of office job for sure. And I feel that. So you'd rather have these two jobs than your actual, your, your old day job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I had a day job for like two seconds. So I was like, I can't. <laughs> what was your day job? Yeah. Um, I I was in college for um, video editing and video production. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked at a television station in Boston. Um, I worked at on a kids TV show at WGBH, hmm. which is like the the best job you can possibly have in video production in Boston. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't have a boss. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so you're famous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I was I was a nighttime editor, so like nobody knew who I was. Oh, but um, okay. but I was right out of college, and I was like, and then I found a video on the internet, which kind of like exploded uh, with YouTube and stuff. But um, that's how Jay and I met, okay. uh, and then I just uh, became an independent worker after that, and. Both my parents are independent workers. Um, they, you know, my dad's a contractor. My mom was like a self-taught artist. 
So wow. that's just what that's just who I learned from. Like they never had jobs in an office. Uh, so I was just like, I don't know. That's not something that makes sense to me. So, so your your scavenger life that that podcast is very popular, right? I mean, yeah. There's there's we have actually just last year started a forum. Um, before we just had a blog with comments, and now we have a forum that, that's actually getting pretty active. Um, I can almost like not keep up with it um, on a daily basis. <laughs> so wow. um, that's really what was interesting to us uh, for starting both these podcasts was to have a community of people just like who are these other people doing this and how is it working for them and how can we learn from each other? And that's, that's what we love about podcasting and, and just being on the internet in general. I'm sure you guys have found that. Actually, I, I saw one of you guys on bigger pockets the other day. I was like, Hey, <laughs> you know what? That was, that was my question. Are you guys on bigger pockets? That was one of my questions. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in just two different forums. I'm on the flipping forum, which I kind of like unsubscribed from because I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm interested in flipping. I'm interested in short-term rentals. So I saw, I saw you guys on short-term rentals forum. That must have been Micah. Um, He's all over that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bigger pockets yeah, nerd. So, yeah, yeah, me too. I, I read it every day. Like I look at everything on that, the short-term rental forum because it's great. Like people are so helpful and so knowledgeable. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing community. Yeah, it is. Back to you were a video editor, and do you do you uh, did you ever think about doing putting your podcast on YouTube? But like, I know just, just putting them there is one thing, but like actually filming y'all, you know, talking and interacting stuff like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, people have asked us that, and we get a lot of comments where they're like, "It's just audio. I can't see. I can't see the video. <laughs> no video." Um, but, uh, no, I think because I edit it a lot, I mean, it doesn't, oh, it, it yeah. could, it could be like a live podcast, but there's, there'd be so many cuts. I mean, there are so many times where we're like just discussing, okay, what are we going to talk about next? Or should we take a phone call, you know, like a voicemail call or, you know, it's like that would, I just feel like it would be really boring to watch, you know, <laughs> and probably awkward. Awkward. So how does yeah, I feel ha- like it would be really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it working For with me, your spouse? You know? Is that pretty? Um, is it just perfect harmony, or is it pretty rough at times? No, I can. I mean, like Jay and I have been together since two thousand four. So oh, nice. it, it, yeah, it's been a while. I'm like, how'd you uh, do it? How long? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how, but uh. You know, there are times like like during the renovation, it can get very stressful. Um, it's just, you know, there are times where you're just like, I don't even know how anybody does this. Um, mm-hmm. But I but I really feel like uh, from the beginning, we like merged bank accounts. Like like we weren't we're actually not married. Um, we just call each other husband and wife because we live in a rural area, and people are like, they don't get it if you don't say you're married. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we merged bank accounts really early and I feel like that was a huge deal uh, where you're like, we're sharing money and we have to talk about this from day one because we, we got an apartment together and I was like, we have to split this. Like we have to figure out these finances like right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and to me, that's like, 
that's like being married. I mean, I know, yeah. I know married couples that, like don't talk about that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how that, how you're even going to survive that. <laughs> so Yeah. Not sharing money. Uh, right. Not sharing money, not talking about money, not talking about financing, uh, finances. And like, you know, we were interested in, in purchasing property and <clears throat> doing renovations and the, that takes massive amounts of money sometimes if you're like, we're just going to do this in cash. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to, how to deal with that stuff and deal with it together. Uh, and I think we do a pretty good job. It, it's not easy, uh, <laughs> but, but we've been able to do it. Three houses in a row, so. Wow. How far yeah. apart were each house? Was, was each house? Uh, so you mean, uh, geographically or like in time, uh, in time, in time. So, uh, we bought our house that we live in, um, in 2009, it took two years to renovate it. Um, and then we were done in January, 2011. And then by September we had bought a second house. Okay. Um, which was our first rental. And then that took us a long time to renovate because we took a lot of breaks. We paid for it all in cash. Mm-hmm. That took us about three years. Um, we rented it for about two and a half years, and then we bought our other house in, I'm trying to think, it was November 2015, so it was two years ago. Um, so it's mm-hmm. been it's a, been a little stop and start because we like to do the renovations in cash. Uh-huh. Um, because we borrow to pay for the, for the, the second two houses, we borrowed, uh, a mortgage for those. And then we were like, you know, I don't want to take out a loan for, for the renovations. So mm-hmm. we, we just save money and then, um, do it piece by piece, <laughs> which yeah. is not always great, but, but it did work, you know, we did yeah. make it work. You got it. So how was that? Did y'all like not travel much during those times? And how'd you save? Was it like strict budgeting, no eating out, no shopping? Was oh, it like, like that? we don't do any of that. We, we don't do any of that anyway. Like we really? live in a super rural area. There's nowhere to eat. There's like pizza places. Um, and we don't travel unless we're traveling for video work. We still do video production. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, travel gets paid for by the people we're working for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, we're super frugal. Like when we're renovating a house, we're just like, I'm eating chicken soup every day and that's fine. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so, so would you say you guys have plans eventually to be at a point where you can travel and, you know, live kind of like a luxurious life in, a, in the most frugal way possible? Or are you okay with how you guys live without having all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely, like, right before, um, I think when we first started talking to you guys, we were traveling for six weeks in Scandinavia. So it's mm, not like okay. we don't do those things. Just yeah, like, we dime. were on, like, this trip. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're super frugal about it. Like, we were we were over there, and we were, like, driving around Norway eating ramen. Mm. That was fine. (laughs) I mean, so how many people can say they like did that? Um, And we obviously use Airbnb for like cheaper accommodations and stuff. So that helps. Mm -hmm. But, um, but overall, I mean, we do not, 
spend money on anything. We don't have a car payment. Like we only buy clothes at thrift stores. Like that's fine with me. If I own property and I can basically, it's like rich, rich dad, poor dad have, have assets that make you money. And I'm like, I have assets that make me money. And that's what I care about more than like having a brand new car. Um, yeah. So, so, so how, yeah, but, but, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to ask real quick. How many houses do y'all plan to accumulate? Um, I don't think we, I don't think we have come up with that number yet. Um, but we keep looking like, I'm sure you guys are the same way where you're just like constantly looking at real estate. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we just, we just always, we look at everything that's for sale in our County. Uh, we live in a very small County. Um, so we just like get, you know, Redfin or Zillow alerts, like every single time something's listed. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're still looking. I think that there's a point where you say, okay, we're done accumulating property and we're just gonna go on vacation or, you know, like just do the work that it takes to maintain these ones. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that number. Um, mm-hmm. we're not done. I know we're not done. And, and y'all are focusing on short term, right? So my, my, yeah, question, it's all short term. So my question would be, let's just say, um, I know it might not happen, probably won't happen, but, uh, you're, you're the, the town you're at or whatever, it decides to get strict on Airbnbs and they change the, the rules. You can't have them anymore. You have to live in one to do it or something like that. Do y'all have like a, a exit strategy a plan B? Yeah, I've been reading a lot actually on the Bigger Pockets forums. I'm sure you guys have too. Just people who are like, "I bought a condo, and I didn't read the rules or something." Or they changed the rules. That was us. Well, we so, we knew the rules though. She was reading my posts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like there have been a few of those posts in the last week where I'm like, "That really sucks." Like, I would not want to be that person. Um, but uh, fortunately, where we live is. Um, the huge economy here is tourism um, and it's short-term rentals. And the people who run short-term rentals have run them for like the last 40 years. So that absolutely will not change um, here. But if that were to change for some reason, um, I don't know. I, I mean, we would sell our properties, but, but I feel like the reason that properties are worth money in certain parts of our county is because it is a known, uh, you know, vacation rental or, you know, short-term rental. Like the second house we bought has, since they built it in 1973, it was a vacation rental from day one. So that's, that's the beauty of where we live is that that's like built into where we live. It is like the main source of tax revenue, um, which we kind of just stumbled upon. We just moved here and we were like, Oh, that's cool. Let's try that. And you know, that worked. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, but I, but I see, I, I, I understand that question. My, my mom has a, uh, a condo in Clearwater beach in Florida and the the shortest term you can rent to people is a month, mm. and I'm just like, no, do not let me inherit that because I do not want it. <laughs> well, ha- have you thought about because like that that's how it is with our condo, but we ended up turning it into something really profitable. 
You could tell her to do corporate renting. Has she ever thought about that? No, and and I would love to hear more about that because I saw you say that on Bigger Pockets the other day, and I was like, you know how how does that work, and and are you doing it through Airbnb or is there another venue for that? Um, I do it through Airbnb, corporate housing by owner, and Gypsy Travel Nurse. Um, so pretty much, okay. I travel. I like target traveling nurses, and pretty much they'll pay a high amount for a furnished place because all they do is work contracts. When that contract's over, right. they up and go. We've had a lady in our condo for about six months now, and she's about to leave. We're going to have a two-week vacancy period, and someone else is coming in right after. So it's a huge market for it. So if you want to tell your mom that, it, she could definitely throw that condo on there because a lot of people are looking for condos for that. Because that was our exit, exit strategy from Airbnb in short-term rentals with our condo. That's so smart. I mean, it's really good to hear that you're able to keep that condo, too. I mean, that that's the thing is when I read those stories, I'm like, what do you do? And you're just like, I have to liquidate this right now. Yeah, we did panic for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought yeah. we can be slick because we actually did know about it, the rule. But it was like like a week before closing, we found out about the rule. And then I was mm. like, what are we going to do? Let's not close on this place. And Mike is like, it'll be all right. You know, they're not going to be watching us that closely. And the next thing you know, the HOA is emailing us yeah. pictures of our guests uh, who are coming in and out. Horrifying. <laughs> oh, no. That's I awful. Yeah, it was it for a out. minute, but it worked out. And yeah. I like it better because, like you, um, I'm the one who has to, like, wash everything and clean it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, if someone's in there for a couple months, I don't have to get in there and clean so what I do is I just go pick up the, the comforters so they don't have to wash them themselves and take it to the cleaners every couple of weeks. And that's way easier than right. washing everything myself, like, on yeah, a, like every, every couple two- days. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And their condo story, <laughs> well, uh, by, by the way, is still my favorite um, um, story from our podcasts. <laughs> the way their condos, the yeah, condo story great. went, it was, it was pretty spectacular. <laughs> um you want to go into that or no? <laughs> oh, you want to go into that? I, one? Could, I could say it. Well, we truly got shut um, down because the well, Mahogany got real close to the guy on the board, and we found out one of the other guys was Airbnb in his place out too. But like, he would only do it on the weekends because, like, I guess he flew out of town, right? Mm-hmm. So he was Airbnb in his place out on the weekends. But the same guy was sitting here booking his place, so he never occurred <laughs> to him that maybe something was going on. So. Ended up finding out the guy was running a prostitution ring out of his place. And that's yeah. when they kind of cracked down. Oh, he said they were fornicating by the pool and everything. Fornicating by the pool. That's what the old man No! <laughs> that's well, Yeah, so a- like after that, that's when they got real, real strict on it. They were sending pictures of people's guests. If you had guests coming in, it was, yeah, mm-hmm. it was getting pretty crazy. <laughs> so he basically ruined it for you. Pretty much. He ruined it for everybody because yeah. they cracked down on it. It was like, ah. It ruined it for them and a lot of clients, un- unhappy clients. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, I want a refund. I want yeah. a refund. <laughs> right? Oh, oh my man. God. So still my horrifying. favorite story. Um, yeah. I have a question. Um, do y'all have children or do y'all have plans on having children? Wow, not that really, is a not really so Airbnb related, no. but I'm just 
I'm just kidding. We totally talk about that on our other podcast all the time. No, we don't have kids and we don't plan on having kids. Um, yeah, I, I love my independent lifestyle. I love Mm -hmm. being like, what am I going to do today? What do I feel like doing today? Mm -hmm. Um, and that is like the ultimate for me. And that, that's why we do Airbnb and that's why we do eBay. We just, we just love having just whatever, you know, we work. No strings attached. (laughs) Yeah. But you're just kind of like, like today we did just the various random things. We ran into town, we paid our property tax. We like picked up some furniture that we bought. We went to the other house and cleaned one of the houses. We did some laundry. We did some eBay, like just whatever. So Mm -hmm. for me, I'm, I'm just like, that works for me. I don't want anything in the way of that, basically. Oh, yeah. It would definitely be in the way. Our two-year-old son yeah. is racking up $10 an hour right now with the babysitter. So <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Your son was two? He's two. two. Years old? Yes. Yeah, that, that's quite an age. I babysat and nannied a lot. So I'm like, I know what it's like. You know exactly what's going on right now. <laughs> they get into everything. So y'all yes. use y'all use VRBO also, right? Yeah, we have a um, we have the listing on VRBO and TripAdvisor, huh. um, which is I mean we rarely get listings from there. I mean we get I would say ninety percent from Airbnb. Um, question, question: Have you ever had a um, guest from TripAdvisor? We have had a couple guests from TripAdvisor. Yeah, we have, which um, for a long time we, we were on Flipkey, which is, which is by TripAdvisor. I don't mm-hmm. really understand it. Um, but we, we went off of TripAdvisor for a while because we were like, we, we're not getting any you know, bookings. And I'm constantly like making sure the calendar is synced, even though you can kind of automatically sync them. But, you know all that stuff. Or we would get lots of um, inquiries, but no one would ever book. And then I was seeing a lot of other people on TripAdvisor and I was like, I'm just going to put the listing back up. Um, And we would get, we've gotten a few, um, you know, like week long reservations, which week long is amazing. Like you said, Mm -hmm. less laundry to do and it's a higher payout Mm -hmm. and you're like, great. Um, But it's rare. I mean, the, the trip, uh, TripAdvisor and BRBO slash HomeAway, they're kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like good vacation, like summertime week-long rentals. Um, and I feel like Airbnb is a lot of last-minute people and a lot of weekenders. I mean, we'll get week-long rentals from Airbnb, of course, but um, it's a lot of like last-minute and weekenders, which is a majority of our of our market and you know yeah because I, I, I the reason i asked you that is because i have my list i had my listings on TripAdvisor. i've never got a list of uh reservation through there so i just took them down but vrbo yeah. seems to i actually get a lot through vrbo and that's what i was wondering do you guys kind of price yours at a higher price on vrbo or are you guys still on there or you, did you take them down from vrbo yeah, we're, we're still on VRBO, and we do have a higher price. Like, I don't tweak my prices really on VRBO. I just kind of, like, set it and forget it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is the price. Um, the other thing about VRBO is they allow you to add 
your tax rate because we pay we pay ten point five percent taxes. Um, it's like five percent to the county and five point five to the state of Virginia, and um, <clears throat> they let you add that into your price. Airbnb where we live does not allow you to add that. Do they do they do it automatically in your area or no? Um, on Airbnb, no, there's nothing. They're basically like just add it to your base price. Oh wow! Quick question then: Are you are you yeah. actually paying that? Or are you gonna play the old I didn't know? But uh... <laughs> no, I pay, I pay it. Oh, I do. absolutely do. I pay it. Um, and the crazy thing mean? about She's the sales tax or retail tax, whatever they call it, um, uh, it's self-reporting where we live, which is kind of wacky. I'm like, I know most of these people around here are not reporting like anything close to what they're making, but I, mm-hmm. I report, I'm like, this is, this is my gross receipts from the month. Um, and, uh, then I report it to the federal government at the end of the year too. <laughs> yeah, which I'm certain- See, well, I mean, cause I mean, you, you're supposed to do yours is thing. 10%. That's really good. Cause I, ours is a total of 15%. Um, State. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, because state, local, and then because Jerry Jones also the Cowboys owner, he takes his cut of the money too. So yeah, ours <laughs> is really high, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't think people report it. Do well, you report yours, Steve? But, but I just started, <laughs> and yes, Mister IRS, I do report mine. Um, <laughs> but but they no, I don't. But the but the um, they put it where the the people can pay the tax when they. Right, or, or the eleven percent hotel tax, right? The um, the, the hotel, guests, the yeah, guests yeah. pay that. The hotel occupancy tax is paid by the guests, but the local tax. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know the local thing is, but but all together, you're mixing, you're adding both of them up, right? Yeah, yeah, all together, okay. it's a total of fifty. And then, so they pay eleven percent of that of that, right? They add the eleven percent tax, the hotel tax, to the guests. Oh no, no, no! Nine percent is local. Six percent oh, okay. is federal. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So, so in Ryan's situation, she's total total in ten percent. It would still be better. Her place is still better. You know what I mean? We should get a spot over there. I know. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be your competitors. But the, I mean, the great thing is about about reporting that and paying it is you can write it off. I mean, you're like I paid mm-hmm. all these taxes. I mean, not that you, I, it's tough because you're like you know every month I'm like oh and so much. Yeah. But you know that's like any taxes, any taxes. You're like, oh, that's my profit. You know, it sucks. <laughs> but you know, the, the other thing too is like, we live in a super poor county. Like, I think we have the highest unemployment rate in Virginia. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I want to help my county, so I do want to pay this. You know, I do want to fully report everything I make. So I do. That's awesome. That's bravo for that. Yeah, that's good karma, like my wife said. So, so, yeah. so Ryan, you're obviously witnessing that this is like a mashup of two super powerful shows, right? You got you got shampoo and booze on one end, LL LLT Live Let Thrive on the other, end, and we're coming together and just just mashing up some awesome podcasting going on. So, on that note, what is your favorite like mashup of all of all time? Like, kind of like a Laverna Shirley, Bone and Biggie, um, Pearl Jam, and um, <laughs> Audio slave? No, no. Who's that? I, don't I don't know any of that. You see what I'm getting at, right? What's your favorite mashup of all time? <laughs> my favorite mashup. <laughs> oh, Peanut butter wow, and jelly. That's 
that's like super yeah i was like i don't know we see peanut butter cups that's pretty good um yeah. i did not know that's a that's a very large question it is and okay what's your t- favorite two things that like he's like 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 mahogany said peanut butter and jelly like something like that that just goes together two things that you would think well this that won't go good together you know and then it, then it's like just awesome it just just works well, clearly, since it's a theme in my life, it's eBay and Airbnb. Yeah. Obviously, uh-huh. E-B-N-B. obviously that has to be my answer, because that's how I make a living. Yeah, it's, a, it's a boring <laughs> answer, online, but still. online giants <laughs> right kidding. there. <laughs> that's Dang, cool. Stevie uh, threw off my whole question I had. What was your question? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask, let me ask you know Micah. What what's your down. favorite mashup of all time? My favorite mashup of all time? Well, you have to kind of go TV shows, music, of all every yeah everything. Okay, we'll do TV show first. Oh. TV show. My yeah. favorite crossover was uh, the Defenders on Netflix. The Defenders. You've never watched the Defenders? Uh-uh. Oh, Steve! <laughs> That's like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil. Uh, what's it called? Iron Fist. You never watched? That's like the biggest mashup right now. <laughs> Wow, they all came together. Yeah, they're on one show called The Defenders. You guys haven't seen that? No, no. Oh, man, I need to hang around. Oh, it's like, it's like not on the suggested list, clearly. You're like, they're <laughs> yeah. not suggesting. Yeah, so definitely watch that. That's my favorite mashup of all time. Mahogany, your favorite mashup? Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> okay, no, classic. No, it, it's Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. It's a huge mashup. I love Grey's Anatomy. That's not a mashup if it's one thing, is it? I mean, it's like every single actor in the world has been on it. So I love yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I get kicked out of the room when it comes on. Yeah, I get really, like, <laughs> She's like, shut up. Any noise <laughs> I hear, like, I'll kick my son out of the room. Like, you need to go in there. Okay. Well, well on, on that note, on that, you've heard, what was that other one? Private Practice that spun off of that, right? Oh, Private yeah. Practice. I called my buddy Jimmy once. I, I would give him hell, whatever. And I, and he's like, I was like, what's up, dude? What you doing? He's like, oh, just drinking some Chardonnay, watching some private practice. And I'm like, dude, of course, this is back in the day. That's the most unmanly thing that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I had to throw Jimmy under the bus there. Oh, but another <laughs> question I did have for you, because you guys said you were in, what, Scandinavia for six weeks? Yeah. So have you found a way to remotely manage both of your properties and take those vacations like that? Yes, we did actually remotely manage while we were there. It was a little bit stressful, but we do have a cleaner. So we clean when we need to for like, you know, she's not available or whatever. Um, but she cleans the whole time. We we're on WhatsApp with her, which is like a texting app. Um, so we were managing the house that way. We were, you know, that's the great thing about Airbnb. You can just be on your phone and you're talking to people, giving them the door code, uh, making sure everything's okay. I do have a point person, too, that lives in town um, that if there was, like, a super emergency or the air conditioning went out, I would call her and be like, hey, go take care of this and I'll, you know, I'll pay you by the hour. Uh, that's never happened. Um, so I was, you know, we were, we weren't doing both houses. I will say that we were just doing one and I had a friend who I paid to do all the laundry. So that was like a continuous, you know, like I had a written out actual paper calendar where I knew 
when the laundry had to get done and when there was like, you know, a three hour cleaning that was happening and, you know, when we had to message someone with a door code and stuff like that, even when we were like, you know, in the Arctic circle of Norway. (laughs) But, um, go ahead. Just, just talk over her like Jay does. That is possible. (laughs) So what remote, like you said, you gave him a remote code. What remote lock are you using? So the lock that we use is not like one of those Wi-Fi enabled locks. It's a quick set. It's just like a quick set. I think it's called the quick set 909. Um, and what we do is we manually reset it like every couple weeks. Um, I used to reset it for every single person. Um, you know, I would, I would do like the last four digits of their phone number or something. But I found that people like honestly did not know their own phone number or like <laughs> the husband and wife would be like, I don't know. You know, cause when you have an iPhone or an Android, it's just like their name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't just see their phone number. Right. So that was becoming a problem where people were like, I don't know your phone number. Welcome <laughs> um, to 2017. So, <laughs> so we just, uh, we switch it out. Pretty frequently, actually. Um, and then, and then, you know, we, we just do it manually. Because I find with those Wi-Fi code locks, I don't know what you guys use, but it seems like a lot of them are, like, subscription-based. Mm-hmm. So the company actually will provide you with the codes and, like, you can't do it yourself. So I, I haven't been able to find a lock that was, like, like you're saying, if I was overseas and I was like, okay, here's the code, it's custom for you, it's four digits not like 16 digits um we just we were using slage locks um which are pretty much the bluetooth locks but we upgraded to the remote lock five eyes which pretty much are the bluetooth lock and you pretty much manage it yourself like i can create a code like today i was at work and we need to let i think the babysitter in and i just created a code for her on the fly and boom she could get in um we actually like them so far they've been pretty good to us uh but when i was the other one we use is the Schlage lock. I think Steve's using it right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing that um, Ryan, well, I know one thing Ryan wouldn't like about about the remote locks. Mm-hmm. They charge uh, ten dollars a month. You know how much ramen noodles that is. It's a lot. <laughs> it's like a, a lot. month supply right there. <laughs> so you said, well, I guess never mind. I'll have to talk to you later, Ryan, because I have a lot of non. No, share con- no, it's okay. Honestly, I don't oh. want to waste time. Oh, I'll talk about. I'll talk about it. I just love to get to know everyone, so this is not even. Really go ahead, go ahead. You built it up too big. You got to do All it right. now. <laughs> it's Watch really her not go that deep big. into girl talk. We're gonna no, be sitting not. here like. Uh, uh, since no. you say you eat ramen noodles, um, how big are you like on health, um, and fitness? Wait, I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't hear that. Oh, uh, I know you say you eat ramen and stuff. So I want to know how big are you guys on health and fitness? Oh, it's it's funny that I said we ate ramen noodles because we did while we were over there because you're we like, they're 20 cents. Um, and Scandinavia is like insanely expensive. Like to fill up the car, to drive around, every time you fill up the car, it's like 100 bucks. Ooh, not joking. Yeah, I'd be eating noodles too. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, whatever. But but we actually eat a, a ketogenic diet. So okay. we don't eat I know the ketones carbo- diet. Yeah, um, because we, like, when I hit 30, I'm 38 right now. When I hit 30, like, my metabolism, like, was not the same. It was, like, Mm -hmm. 
welcome to the, your 30s. And I would, like, gain five pounds a year and, like, they, mm. it would not go away. Um, oh, and uh, finally, one of our friends was like, yeah, we're eating, you know, like, low-carb, high-fat. And they became, like, ultra marathon runners. Like, they run, like, 100 miles. They're, wow. they're amazing. Um, I don't do that. I'm like, I do not exercise uh, ever. <laughs> but um, but we cook we cook at home a lot because we're super frugal and we mm-hmm. work at home all the time. And there's literally nowhere to go to eat where we live. Um, like there's no sushi anywhere. Oh. So it's like, Meh, no that's sushi? not happening. What? <laughs> yeah, I actually make my own like like keto sushi. So nice. it's actually great. So are you I the chef, um, or are you guys both cook? No, Jay, Jay cooks a lot too. That's um, awesome. We actually just last week bought an Instant Pot. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Instant Pot? I've heard. Isn't it like a super fast um, crock pot? Yeah, it's, it is so awesome, especially if you're like eating ketogenic and you're like not eating carbs. It's it's great. So Nice. It, that was a bit of a splurge for us. Like he bought a brand new on Amazon. I was like, what did you just buy? <laughs> but uh <laughs> But it, it's awesome. So we, we cook a lot at home. Um, so that helps. That helps, like, keep the, you know, fast food out of our out of our life. But, you know, when you're traveling and stuff and you're overseas, you're like, I don't really know. I'm going to eat a sandwich. This is happening. So <laughs> that doesn't really happen at home, though. Oh, okay. So then y'all don't, y'all don't raid the fridges anymore when the guests leave? Yeah, we, well, what's funny is when you have a cleaner, like, you never see anything. Like, our, our podcast is called Shampoo and Blues because that's what people would leave behind all the time. Yeah. Because we, we, cleaned, we cleaned our house for over two years. Yeah. Just by ourselves every single time. So, and, hold on, um, your cleaner takes the goods? I mean, I never, she's never like, hey, they left a bottle of whiskey. Like, that's never happened. I'm like, I'm sure they <laughs> I don't blame her. When I was fleeing South Padre, when the hurricane, was it Irma that was rolling through? Harvey. 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 Okay, Harvey. And we had, so we we were vacationing in South Padre Island. We had to leave a day early. So, man, and we had so much stuff in that fridge. And I was like, "Ah, at least the cleaning lady will get, um, have a nice, you know, little payday right there. Because we left beer and food, all kinds of stuff. And it kind of, but we had to leave, you know, a hurricane was coming, so. Have y'all ever yeah. did Airbnb out of your house, like while living there? They do. Uh no, actually, like in our neighborhood, our neighborhood association does not allow it. Really? What? Okay. Even in a rural area, so um, yeah, we're like a private neighborhood, and it's like, no, you can't have short-term rentals because people here don't want that. And we're like, all right. So okay. I would have, honestly, I would have, because I have a. I have a building that's just an office, and it's like a little apartment, but hmm. you just can't. Okay. Wow. Oh, so, okay, because I always thought you were living in one of the houses while you were renting them out. So you guys live, like, yeah. somewhere else? Yeah, so those two houses that are are the short-term rentals, those are purely a business. Like, we have our own house. Oh, wow. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, I, I don't know if you know, but we do Airbnb out of our upstairs um, at our house that we live in. And nice. it's, it's been a big sacrifice because now our two-year-old shares a room with us. But 
Um, it's been pretty cool for the most part. Um, so I don't know if you have a story for like the worst guest you've ever had. I know we have. It was just recently, actually, we had um, these guests come, and it was our first weekend not being home while having guests Ooh. at the house. And we're like, oh, it's just the weekend. It'll be fine. We were dropping our son off down in Arkansas. We're like, well, we'll be back. We won't let them know we're not going to be here. We'll just let them know we're out running errands if they need us um, to text us or call us. Man, we get back. There was like a 100 cigarettes on our front porch. Oh. There was like... A whole meal on our front porch, like a Coke, um, this bag of bread, and, like, something else on the front, another food item on the front porch. They drank, like, all our waters out of the fridge, and we drink pretty pricey water because we drink the Essentia waters. Those are, like, two to three bucks a pop. Those are all, like, not even, I would be okay if they drank the whole thing. All of them were, like, halfway full. They used, like, all the wet wipes, and I'm guessing, like... I don't know if they flushed them or like, how'd you use a whole pack of new wet wipes? Like, what were you doing? (laughs) I got home. I was just really like frustrated. So those are like our worst guests ever. Yeah. And I'm sure there were some other things going on in the house when we got back. Oh yeah. The front door was like unlocked. It was just too much. So do y'all have any guests that were like the worst guests you've ever had? I think so. Like we've never had anybody you know do anything wrong or or you know feel anything or anything or any of the like nightmare stories but I mean mm-hmm. the only things that we've had happen like like you said were people just being like dirty or sloppy or you know like um there were a couple the the two times that I'm like this is super messy like mm-hmm. the couple had their wedding not at our house but at this venue that's kind of close to us and then, like, all their, like, bridal parties stayed. And I think they left early, and then the bridal party stayed, and it was, like, super messy, where it was just, like, they had ironed some clothes and just left the iron wherever, and, like, mm-hmm. the ironing table thing was just in the middle of a room, and, like, stuff was knocked over. And you're like, you know, because most guests kind of, like, meeten up before mm-hmm. they leave you know they're yeah. not like you know, they're not doing a deep clean or anything but they're kind of like straightening up and they'll mm-hmm. pile up their towels and you know mm-hmm. this one was just like you know it's just extra messy and extra everything sloppy. <laughs> yeah it's just like you know there's mascara on the towels and you're yeah. just like this is like a deep clean needs to happen now yeah um but that's it. I mean, honestly, we always joke where we're like, if that's the worst, yeah, that's that's really not that bad. It's like these people were young and drunk and sloppy. That's it. Like they didn't puke anywhere. They didn't, you know, break the glass in the door. It's like yeah, they were just messy. yeah. I feel the same way because you know I was like, okay, yeah. it wasn't that bad, but I, everyone else is like perfect. So when someone does something like right. that, it's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. You compare it to all the perfect guests where you're like, but everybody else is like, you know, there are times where you walk in one of our houses and you're like, was anybody even uh-huh. here? It doesn't look like anyone's here, which is amazing. Yeah, I agree. W- wasn't one of Jay's biggest fears is like barbecue sauce on the white sofa or something like that, if I recall? Yeah. You have a white sofa? Yeah. <laughs> we do not have a white sofa. We do not have a white sofa, but... Uh, yeah, we have leather sofas, uh, but yeah, it was like, 
you know, when, when, a, when a house is first ready, when you're like, okay, our first guests are coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just so, like, everything looks perfect. It's clean. There's no scratches on the wall. It's freshly painted. And you have to kind of, like, loosen up after that because, you know, little kids are going to put their fingerprints on the walls <laughs> and, like, people's luggage inevitably scratches the hallway walls when they're going up the stairs. Like, that's just, like, you're, like, that's just going to happen and you have to repair it and just that's it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, yeah. You can be really precious about it, but eventually over time you're like, eh, you know, as long as it's clean and everything is functioning and all the systems are functioning and your AC works and your plumbing works and your Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi works. Yeah. You're you're fine. (laughs) So when y'all are doing your renovations, do you go for like, on the on like on the price scale, do you go for like high quality paint, the lower quality, medium? When it comes to like you know, putting floors in, is it like high, medium, cheap? Yeah, it's high. It's high. I uh-huh. mean, the the thing is, is like we also are scavengers, so we are reusing materials, recycled materials. So like flooring is always like you know, heartwood pine flooring out of barns in, like, North Carolina. And they will go down to North Carolina, like, five times. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we're pretty obsessed with materials. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why it takes us a long time, and and it costs a lot of money. What's your motto on that, like, for buying high quality? Is it, like, you put, you know, good quality into it so you don't have to, like, keep redoing it? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... Just like you said, it's like, do the best thing now because Mm -hmm. then it's done. Yeah. I mean, it's done for my lifetime. Like, my lifetime, I am not changing those floors. I am not, I will touch up paint and, you know, you'll repaint whenever, but, like, everything is good to go. And, you know, you can change things out. Like, we changed out some beds and some furniture when we found, you know, new, better stuff that we're like, oh, this might be a little more comfortable. Let's change Mm -hmm. it out. But the plan is to just be like, this is good for 30 years. You know, you're going to clean, you're going to do deep cleans, and you're going to replace things when they start looking shabby. Mm -hmm. But overall, you're not like, oh, this is okay for now. Mm -hmm. That's that's generally not how we work. We're like, this is going to be good until we're done doing rentals. Is that same for furniture, too? I mean, furniture, like, actually, we did a whole podcast about this uh, because we were, like, obsessed with it. And (laughs) and what we we do for furniture is we buy super high-end furniture on Craigslist. Okay. And, yeah, it's like like rich people in the city who are like, oh, I bought all this brand new furniture from West Elm, and I got restations, you know, they're in D.C., Mm -hmm. and I'm selling it all for, like, super cheap, and we're like, great. Yeah, that's pretty much what we do with Mm -hmm. offer up in Facebook Marketplace. Like, if you go to the high-end areas, like Frisco and stuff here, because Ikea, no, not to dish you Ikea, but, like, if you're listening... Like, that stuff we breaking down sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Y'all use the Facebook I mean, Marketplace? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I have to admit I'm not on Facebook. Um, okay. Uh, but, yeah, there is there is a lot of Facebook, uh, you know, people who sell on Facebook. But I'm, I'm all about Craigslist. 
and eBay, buying mm-hmm. buying stuff in DC on eBay and just going and picking it up. Well, you re- People sell a lot of furniture on eBay. You're really missing out on a lot of good um, political, um, intelligent political banter by He's not being, being so sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. no, but like, from the beginning of Facebook, like from day one, I was like, I hate this site. I can't. I'm <laughs> no, but yeah, like, so. I don't know, because it'd be interesting because I remember I was saying, because she said she's in a rural area. I wonder how Facebook Marketplace would work because I've been telling people to use it, but then I was like, that might not work in a rural area. If like somewhere here in DFW, it's easy to find cheap stuff. But like you know, I wonder how that would right. work. Yeah, I mean that it's the same with Craigslist. I mean the Craigslist in that area is like so minimal. Like you look at stuff and you're like, that was posted a month ago. But oh, wow. I mean, we look in DC. Like we're just like DC area. It's like like Fairfax County, Virginia, is like the richest county in the country. So we're like, yep, that's who we want to buy furniture from. <laughs> wow. Nice. Now, now Ryan, yeah. um, <clears throat> would you do me this, um, this, this, would you allow me to do an impression? I'm going to do an, I want to try an impression now. And tell me if it's good. Could you, could you, could you do that for me? Wow. <laughs> I, I got to focus and concentrate real quick. An impression it, of who? An impression, you'll, you'll see. You'll okay. See. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Okay. Okay. Get my voice ready. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Shampoo and Booze. <laughs> was, that, was that spot on? Micah's laughing. I think that was pretty good. It was pretty good. You, yeah, we're huge fans of the show. Like, you can see. You sounded like a California Valley girl. Was that? Like, California oh my God, Valley another girl. episode of Shampoo and Booze. <laughs> okay, you, could you do us that honor and do it and do that for us, please? What to, to open shampoo? Yeah, you're booze? opening. You're you opening. Have you have to listen to shampoo and booze to hear me open shampoo and booze. Oh come on! <laughs> just say okay. Just say shampoo and booze. Shampoo and booze. You like you kind of drag it out. It's cool. No, no, I won't do it. <laughs> it's like my 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 uh, my podcast slash radio voice. As a- yeah, yeah she's like the same. Well, well, scavenger life. We have like. 330 episodes and I'm like I literally say it the same every single time like I'm just like I've said it so many times (laughs) hold on so scavenger life I I haven't listened to it yet but I'm going to get into it how many downloads do you guys have off that thing now like is that like your main big thing is the scavenger life yeah we do scavenger life every single week so that's that's partly why Shampoo and Booze has, like, suffered because I'm like, we do that every single week. Every Sunday, we, it doesn't matter where we are in the world, we will, you know, pretty much record that podcast. So, um, there, you know, we've been doing it for, like, four years. I think it's, it's 333 episodes. Um, and so, yeah, that's the main I, I I don't know what the numbers are because our, our downloads are spread out. It's like the main MP3 downloads and then there's like the YouTube. We put it on YouTube, but no, there's no video, but it's a podcast. So there's there's all these different metrics. Um, and then we have a lot of people who are active on the forum. But we just talk about selling on eBay. That is the number one topic, topic of yeah. Nice. That's me and Mahogany's next business, so we will be tuning in to Scavenger Life. Scavenger Life, I like that. Okay, nice. I have one. I don't. I have one last question, um, only because I need to know this. 
Uh, do you guys, how do you wash your comforters without them being damaged? Like, because I take ours to the to a cleaner, uh, to the laundromat, because I washed them a couple times in my own. I don't, I'm not sure, I washed them myself in my washing machine a couple times, and it seemed like all the insides shifted to one side of the blanket, and I don't know if it's because we're buying cheap comforters or what. So how do you keep them from so, becoming damaged? So we don't, I mean, I washed the the comforters that are inside the duvet uh you know several times a year but we use duvet covers so i buy my duvet cover and pillowcases from ikea mostly and so what you do is you strip the cover and just wash the cover nice what's Um, it called it's called a duvet cover duvet yeah so so i just have a plain white uh, comforter that's not super thick and that gets covered by the duvet cover and then then I have a flat sheet also so people are generally not like touching the comforter itself and duvet. I wash the duvet cover every single time nice that's what I'm gonna do so I can save a lot of money because it's like at first it was $25 yeah. it was $25 oh, each that's and then I made a deal with the the cleaning lady and she charged me twelve fifty each but still, that's too much. So thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, get a cover. I mean, a cover is as thin as a sheet, so you just wash it with your sheet. Um, and I, I buy them all from IKEA, and they're affordable. Thank you. I like I like what Mahogany told a guest one time when he decided to cancel his stay at y'all's place. What I remember say? is uh, you suggested that he go stay at a hotel instead and and sleep on dirty sheets or something. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that was Micah, of course. What? No, that was you. That was me? Yeah. Micah no, showed me what you said. I think he sent the text message. Did he? He showed me what you said. He said, fine. Oh, no, that was me. I didn't say that crazy stuff. I was probably thinking it. I didn't say it like that. I was just like, yeah, because he said, because he was in Canada, and he, we, he was going to one of our places in Canada, and he's like, yeah, man, we just ended up finding a hotel. And I was like, ah, oh, man, you got to go there and sleep on those dirty sheets. And he cracked up laughing. He's like, hey, I swear, next time I'm going to book with you guys. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was oh, pretty man. funny. I pictured Mahogany saying it, you know. Okay, she can, I know she gets I to the chase, you know. She's pretty straightforward. I could be yeah, pretty blunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, you nice. fellas have anything else? Yeah, we, we, got, a, we got a bunch more questions. But... Yeah, so, uh, now I lost the screen. Here we go. Oh, d- we'll see. It, it is, since it is a mashup show, do you have do you have anything to ask us? You know, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. I do. I would, I would love to know more about the, the rentals. You're, because don't you guys have, like, over 60 listings on Airbnb? I was looking at that, and I was like, I don't even understand this. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, like. That's Micah and Mahogany. That. Oh, our, yeah. our listings? How do you yeah. have so many? How do we have so many? Oh, um, we pretty much, we, not only do we rent out like our condo and also our uh, house, we also rent out timeshares. So like we, we're now up to like I think 250 listings. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we just added a bunch. So we're up to 250. Oh, by I think by the end of next year, it should be at least 800 listings because we, we're still adding them. But what we do is we pretty much just rent out our timeshare. We take our timeshares and we just rent out the inventory specials and bonus time on them. 
and just make a huge profit off of it. Like we might get a room for fifty bucks, and we just actually up the prices. So like we we get a room for you spend at a place for fifty bucks for one night, and we'll just charge you like one twenty for it. Mm-hmm. And the best part is they don't have to do any of the work. Yeah, we do no work at all. Like we don't have to schedule as clean or anything. It's it's all done by itself. Well, because you know the resort already has yeah. that in place. And so the units are randomly assigned to the guests when they book. Um, we just go through our timeshare through Worldmark, and we reserve the room in their name because you can reserve it for a guest. It doesn't have to be in your name. Mm-hmm. So we'll just put it in the guest's name, and then they show their confirmation to the front desk, and they're randomly assigned a unit, which comes with its flaws sometimes because sometimes people see our pictures, which come off the Worldmark website. Um, so, you know, they see the room that they may not get, like it might have a balcony, but we can't guarantee them that exact unit. Um, so it can get tricky sometimes, but yeah, that's pretty much how we do it. Yeah. We pretty much mastered it now, but yeah, it was, it, it was like really rocky at the beginning cause we had to learn it ourselves. So once we learned like the business side of it, it was it's pretty easy now. But what we learned so is people don't read. What was that? So those timeshares, I mean, they're in your name, mm-hmm. and then you so you just put it in someone else's name, and the the resort is totally cool with that. Yep. Yes. Because we we're the timeshare owner, and so we can just mm-hmm. give the time to whoever we want to give it to. Gotcha. Yeah. So. That, so that's... how much time? Do you own per unit? Like, you only own, like, certain sections of time, right? Like, how does that work? No, no, no. It's, it's a timeshare. You pretty much, you pay, like, back in the day, my parents bought it in, like, 95. So now it's already paid off. So everything you do is profit. So pretty much you just pay this, you pretty much pay this timeshare off, and you pretty much have space in, the, in these condos all over the world whenever, you, whenever they have bonus time. We can go to them anytime we want to use our points, but we don't give the points away. We just use the points for whenever we want a vacation. And, like, they just have three-month periods where they have, hey, you can go to Canada for the next three months and just pay this much, and we just have the guests pay it, and they go. And it works out pretty well. Yeah, at first we were using our time, and we were running out of time. Yeah. We we didn't know the business of it. Like we were giving them our our points, and then we found out. We were like, oh, we started browsing through the website, and we found out, oh, we don't have to give them our points. We can just do it with cash, and that's when it just took off from there. We just started add listings every day, just going in. That's amazing. Yeah, they're the only people I know that love their timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, 90% of people I know, they want to sell it. And then I talk to them. They're like, how do you do that? And I was like, just got to read the fine print on the timeshare. It tells you all types of stuff. So That's amazing. So, so I mean, is that a full-time job, just keeping up with inquiries and messages? I mean, that's a lot. It is. Yes. On Saturdays and Sundays, <clears throat> it, like, on Usually our busiest days as far as getting blown up is on a Sunday. Like on a Sunday, it's just like, well, Mahogany gets tired of it. He's like, Micah, turn off your phone. Because it's just like, do, do, Yeah, because the way I go, I'm like, look, <clears throat> if you don't need a book like tonight, you could, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, 
those are the <laughs> ones like we will go after like okay we do have like a timetable like if it's something that's like a couple weeks out we'll wait like in the morning time but if it's something like tonight we'll go ahead and boom do it and then you know get paid for it the next day so you know it's kind of you kind of you do have to kind of balance out what you want to answer like if someone comes with inquiries we we do kind of push them to the back of the line because we have so many requests right. coming in yeah and i'm really big on family time so i mean i don't yeah. want my son to only remember his parents always on phones and computers you know so yeah not that so, so good for you for not having any kids cuz <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i love my baby yeah. <laughs> that's amazing i would love to talk i I know that Jay would like talk to you for hours about that. So you guys might have to get on like a separate phone call. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do that, or we can have a uh, live, let thrive, shampoo and booze too. You know, and he can, or yeah. we can come out there and stay one of your one of your places. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, well, it would be. <laughs> Go to Virginia. Absolutely. I know we would love to have you guys come visit. Awesome. And, or we could have like an all J show, and then we can compare the two who gets the best ratings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bragging rights, I mean, you know. You have to compare the downloads. How many downloads? <laughs> do <you get? laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is a great show. I mean, we already went over an hour, and, and yeah, this is fun. We yeah, could this is a talk, good show. We could just talk on and on, but um, yeah, this. Yeah, we love. I mean, see, it's Airbnb is something you're you're passionate about, and of course eBay, and that, that's cool. And that's what we're all this this whole share economy thing. I guess the ultimate question that we all want to know: Are you guys going to continue with shampoo and booze? Yes, I think we're going to continue. Um, you know, for a while we were just kind of like, does anybody care? <laughs> um, <laughs> we care. And I- yeah, we heard a lot of people were like, yes, we love it. It's okay if it's not every single week. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. Yeah. So, no, I love talking about this stuff. I mean, it's it's exciting and it's interesting and it's what you're passionate about, just like you guys. And, like, how do you find these systems that work so that you don't have to work in an office or only work in an office sometimes when you want to? Mm-hmm. And it, it's exciting. Uh so yeah, I think we're going to keep talking about it. Um, we just need to make the time to do it. There's just so little time. Oh, so little. Um, well, thank you so Good. much, Ryan. Uh, Ryan from Shampoo and, and Booze, everybody. Oh, thank you, guys. And um, yeah, we look forward to having you on again. Hope maybe um, y'all two can can make it make a show. That'd be great. Yeah. And so, um, oh, real, real, real yeah. quick, I have a question, real quick. What, what what podcasts do you listen to? Just like a couple of your favorites, real quick. Let's see, podcasts that I listen to. So it's usually podcasts that are only like super short. Like me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like these are. This is ten episodes. Um, mm. You know, like serial, obviously serial. Um, we were just listening to the Planet Money podcast today. Jay was streaming like a bunch of those, like every NPR podcast. I listen oh yeah, to I love NPR. What's that? Yeah, Lab. National Public Radio. NPR. Yeah. National Public Radio. Is it national? Na- I think it's National Public Radio. You're like, radio. what's NPR? I th- yeah, I think, na- isn't it National Public Radio? Something like that. Yeah, National Public Radio. Oh, never so heard there's of a bunch of shows that are podcasts that I listen to mostly. 
Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Well, cool. We will listen to like those. An- we'll try them out. Well, Ryan, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to grab your number from my husband just in case I can't find this cover. <laughs> <laughs> this um, mattress cover. I mean, Duvet you know, cover. Comforter cover. Duvet, yeah, cover. Duvet. Dubai. Yeah, no, no. Absolutely. I can send you links to, to the ones that I like. Um, and I think it's super important to have linens that like aren't crazy to clean that you're like, this is insane. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been Thanks real. Thanks for having me on, you guys. It's been really nice. Awesome. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see you, and I need uh... to talk to you about how to, how to become more frugal, because I do spend a lot of money. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Oh, <laughs> I can talk all day about being And it's frugal. not even a whole lot. It's just, like, way more than... Because huh? I don't spend a lot for most women, huh, Micah? Well, we don't. Well, we... We just go overboard at splurge time. Oh, okay. Overboard at splurge time. That's, that's yeah. one of my CDs, actually. Overboard at splurge time. Well, cool. Well, you have... splurge time, like, not ever. That's, that's my advice. Dang. Oh, well. well, I can learn. I need to. Cause I, I mean, I don't want to be forced to work. But if we do get to the point of being financially free... I think I love my job so much I wouldn't want to quit unless it but sometimes it gets stressful and I do want the option to walk off but yeah yeah well it's good you love your job I feel like that's very rare yeah I'm an investigator for child protective services so I really feel like my job has a purpose wow so that's 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 why yeah that's incredible well thanks all right. Well, you have a good night. We're not going to hold you any longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank I know I'm an early bedtime girl. I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a good night. And... And tell Jay we said hi. Yeah. Tell Jay we said hi. We got to tell him. Yeah. We I know. Part two. Crazy. All right. Okay, well, take thanks care. Thanks so much, guys. It's really nice to talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Well, thank you good very deal. much. See you All soon. Right. See you. Okay. Right. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.